FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome Did back, you start the recording? Fuck you. Did you start the Fuck recording? You. This is how we start? Well, this is how we start? Okay. No, 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 no. Do you, yeah, do you have the read up? Do you have the read up? Yeah, I got the read up. Yes, I always have the read up. You never answered me. I, because we understand. We, I've never asked you before something. Okay, oh, has the have, recording started? Because we, I know you will start the recording. We haven't recorded in three weeks, so I'm just checking. Okay. Jeez, believe in FCS football podcast. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former insufferable you are. FCS football players from the University of Rhode Island. If you can't tell, two former roommates, two God. former teammates can't stand each other. Here we are. Three weeks we took off. Uh, just you know, decided to take a little time off. There was a little bit of a lull in the media cycle, and we still are here screaming at each other at the start of the show. Nothing has changed. I think our YouTube channel misses us, Sean. I. What? I can't. I'm not looking. I'm going to not have the video on my screen because, of course, I would have the read ready because, okay. of course, I would. But we haven't gone in three weeks. I'm just checking. I almost what do you think I've been doing for three weeks? Forgetting everything about the broadcast industry? Yes. <laughs> Is that what you think I've been doing? Because you cause, think I've just been I've wiped the magnet over my mind and said, OK, not no because more. Because you're knowledge. equally as unprofessional and disorganized as I am. <laughs> OK, <laughs> um, Sean, how you been? It's been it's been a couple of weeks. You and I have obviously spoken frequently during this time off, but we uh, decided to take a break before. Oh, wait, before we get in, into any of that. So today the plan is we, we want to preview each team that was in the final poll of the as many of the teams in the final poll of the stats FCS uh, final rankings. And we're going to go through and talk about outlook for next season, things that you need to know, people that left, notable additions, recruits, uh, any of those good things we're going to discuss. So today is going to be North Dakota State, which is a fan favorite, obviously, because of the amount of North Dakota State listeners that tune into the show. But that's what we have uh, planned on the docket but sean how have you been how, how are things treating you dude i'm pretty juiced up about this new daily daylight savings time proposition i saw that today we we're that's, getting rid of it that's pretty fun because i know it in on the west coast is not really acknowledged very much or at least in arizona they don't acknowledge no, that stuff arizona it's non-existent it definitely happens out out here it's noticeable it's the same as the east coast i mean it's 7 11 right now when i'm recording yeah. And I got my my shades open just because it's it's nice to not be have it four o'clock in the sun setting. That always stinks. And I know this is I'm not giving a very hot take right now, but I'm not hot take Sean. That's hot take Joe over there. I, I don't do the hot take stuff. Um, Sean, I but this I, is better. This is wait, way better. Sean, any I think if we did any other podcast, that would be like all of our listeners would agree. But I think. Just this one in particular, there's a chance that we have some listeners that are actually like farmers and that are concerned with this. I, there's got to be someone that tunes in. Is it a, a like, farming? Well, there's a lot of thing? schools that, that come from. But wait, you didn't know that daylight savings time is a I, why, I, why? Yeah, I, I'd like it explained if you know it, please. I, I don't know it off the top of my please, Okay, please. I implore uh, our listeners no. to uh, in and. It, it, those who know, I, I know I'm going to get like a DM from uh, from uh, Thumper or uh, Brendan or Chad, either of those guys, because they keep they I get DMs from them time to time. Uh, mostly Chad. One of them is going to end up explaining it to me, Fox but I'm pretty sure 
it's it's for for farmers. Oh, here so we go. The, According to the U.S. Department of Commerce, daylight saving time or DST. Oh. Started in the U.S. in 1918 as a way to create more sunlit hours when the weather yeah. is the warmest. During the long days of summer, the sun rose in some northern regions between 4 and 5 a.m. when most non-farmers were asleep. So wouldn't this go. be a help? But you're, you're is this the to... stupidest show being recorded right now? This is probably the stupidest show being recorded. And again, I I I know that if we did if this was just a sports talk podcast, we wouldn't have the the possibility of this, but because it's FCS football and a lot of these schools are in and around farmland. I'm oh, we were in the thick we, of it when we visited. Yeah, uh, we oh definitely God. have listeners that have have know more about daylight saving times savings time than than we do. That may be hot take. I prefer this. I prefer okay. looking to the sun setting right now. This is pretty good. This is pretty good I mean, stuff happening on the East Coast. You might have just lit the whole FCS landscape on fire with that take. <laughs> I won't call a farmer a hack. Never once will I do that. Every other FCS football they're working podcast. Harder than we are. They will oh forever my God. work harder than No, we no, are. we are hacks by a million compared to the farmers. I'll never hate on a farmer. That in any job that requires manual labor, like construction or just Plumber, like electrician. Yeah. yeah I, I have. The mechanic most respect mechanics can be like, crooks but i understand it utmost I, respect compared to what i do to what they do when i talk to my friend who works a finance job i have no respect for him because he's looking at spreadsheets all day you know what balls it takes to be a lineman like like like, you, uh, like someone that works on power lines uh, I- incredible you're up in the air and you're working with electricity so uh, <laughs> uh, dude did i tell you what happened a couple summer or last summer I was no, standing at my folks' house, right? Pool? <laughs> no, 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 a pool. Awesome. Uh, no, I, when I was still living at my folks' house, um, my dad was getting a tree taken down, right? And um, I'd worked for the company uh, that that came over to take down this tree. And, you know, they called me out of the dungeon to come help pull the tree down just because they need another hand. But I'm watching the... <laughs> they, call, they, they, they called in the ogre to pull it down. <laughs> they needed a... <laughs> So I don't know if you've ever seen a climber in action. I have. I, I mean, I've been around many a, a trees that I've get to, had to get pulled down. Incredible. Yeah. I, I The shoes, the way that they toss the weight up over, they have to get it on the correct limb. They just keep on tossing the weight up. Nope, can't. Nope, nope. And they hit it. They're up in there. They're cutting the limbs down with a chainsaw. So you're swinging there, holding on to a limb, praying that thing doesn't break. You got a chainsaw in your hand, and you're about 50 feet up. I'm just looking at this guy like, wow. I probably the most impressed i've been real time seeing some real hard work being done that was the story i thought you were gonna say somebody fell out of a tree what it would that you can't it, whatever it's cool you're such a a, a rube it's not even <laughs> why funny. is it why is it a rube you, because you the things you like about watch the guy call, you, you watch the guy you like no context cfb you like no context mlb you like the no context stuff right you're right. just a you, yeah, you're a rube sports fan you're it's not funny. Fan. What do you like about uh, you know what? Fine. Where, you know what I like about football? I like what? watching Hunter Loopke absolutely barrel people and then kick okay, that's fun. We can agree head. on that. That's what I like, and we're going to talk about. He that didn't today. fall down. <laughs> I uh, you set it up like something someone fell out of like off I was of a impressed seeing a man climb or... a tree in twenty seconds and, okay. and immediately start ch- cut, cutting down limbs. With, you know, it'd be impressive, ease. Sean. Is if he did the read before the ten minute mark, <laughs> you stink on ice. You know what? I'm gonna pepper Joe with questions during this read, and he has no clue. 
you know do what? It. You know what? I'm just talking about right now. Do in it. College basketball. We got March Madness coming up. This yeah. is the most plugged in I've been on college basketball in okay. my life. I'm going to be setting down bets at Bet Online because it's the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including their bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe B L E A V to get started, Joe. If you can name five teams right now that are in the conference in the tournament, I'll, I'll be impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five teams I'm, that I'm aren't only, one seeds, non I'm one seed teams. Only gonna name non blue chip teams. I'm only gonna Chattanooga, Colgate, South Dakota State, Montana I know they're in State, it. and uh, Bryant. Okay, why yeah. are you plugged into college basketball? Because I did a bracket, just, I, my bracket oh, for the Believe um, bracket I challenge, I that. only picked FCS schools. So my final is South Dakota State versus Villanova. <laughs> <laughs> was Dude, uh, did I tell you Rooch hit me up? No, what did he? Let's talk about this after. What, no, 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 what, what no, no, no. It? Okay, it's just about ahead. the bracket. Okay. Rooch yeah, hit yeah, me yeah. up. What, $50 what NCAA pool if you or, or your degenerate friends are interested. Wow. Yeah, I, I haven't responded I yet. I told him I'm going to tell him I was a little rich for my blood for such an uncertain tournament that we're about to be facing. I'm glad our Whatever. former uh, internship uh, supervisor invited me. BetOnline uh, is your conf- continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Joe thought I was done with the read. I'm not. BetOnline, where the game starts. Probably one of our better reads. I was going to say that's a terrible read, but actually that was probably one of our better reads. Uh, it actually, you know, it I'll was in place. Inclu- yeah. It was inclusive. It we actually stayed on topic to betting. I, I think that was a ten cannot, out of ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip it and you send knew. it to bet online. Oh, you're gonna be like, wow. Yeah, just for I I've sent in other ones before to 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 Alex to listen to and and I've gotten some interesting feedback. But what what's that been like? I <laughs> uh, just you know he acknowledges the stuff that our listeners do is that we just scream at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Uh, nine minutes in, ten minutes in, still haven't talked about the topic we're gonna we're gonna discuss. We did get the read in, but as I said, folks, do we get a Joe read today? I've been dying for one. Uh, there's no Joe reads. There, there are no Joe reads. We decided to come back after we had <laughs> we had like four reads available <laughs> during the time that we went off. Can you just do a, come a, back a, with one read? <laughs> can you just do the same bet online read and I get to watch? No, because they don't. Why get don't we double just double up? They don't get double the run. We, you know what we should do? We should tag team lines. <laughs> we should do one line. <laughs> or, like or Rich Homie Kwan and Young Thug on Flava. Just, <laughs> that's a, I, or there's one, one listener each. that knows that song. There's going to be one. There's going to be one listener that knows that song. It's, oh, I hope that person I, is laughing. You know what? Next, next week we're going to do that or we're going to do, uh, <laughs> we're going to alternate words. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so oh. the fo- the uh, the goal here during the off season because the there's nothing to talk about and there is I need the- you to I need you to talk about it. I keep on well, cutting we're you gonna off. Talk, we're gonna we're I gonna talk to- a little bit about the the combine stuff because I think it, it ties you. in with today. But um, we got spring ball coming up and spring ball is fun and we're gonna get some more headlines that pop up out of it. <laughs> you don't think it's fun? It, no, it is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it's colder. Yeah, it's colder. I mean, well, we were we were by the water. We were in Doesn't Rhode matter. Island doing it. So cold. Winter in New England is not fun for anybody who's wondering. <laughs> Spring ball is we, not fun. We have a lot of time to prepare for next season, and 
the way that we, you know, we did some interviews and we're going to sprinkle some more in. We had a couple guys that I thought we were going to get that were uh, non-committal uh, to coming on. Well, I, we were going to get on Ramon Jefferson, but then he transferred to Colorado. I think after the, I think it was Colorado, so that, oh, that immediately tough. became became irrelevant. But nonetheless, uh, we are going to do team outlooks for the top teams in the FCS before we transition to talking about our favorite position groups and so forth. The usual spell of, of preseason uh, preparation for next season. And then be on the lookout, folks. We are going to announce our plans for uh, picking the next school that we are going to do a visit for. Sean, I, I kind of want to do more than one this year. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I would be down for more than one, but we would have to keep track for more than one day because we said we were going to do it for a week and then it all blew yeah. up in a day. Yeah, it got very and South Dakota, And then we realized nobody's going to beat South Dakota State. And I think now that we mm-hmm. have a foundation of what we do mm-hmm. and how we uh, – not patting ourselves on the back, but we're not going there being stiffs. Like, we're there to – No, we drink. went to go get – we went to go drink in the stands. We are, with, again, with it's non, non-media um, <laughs> appearances, which I thought – I mean, looking back last year, I did more than I thought I did. Um, you know, fishing, went to Green Bay, did this and that, Outer Banks a couple times. I look back so fondly on that South Dakota trip, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, God damn, like, we got to go to another. We got to uh, – uh, but again, hey, if you want us there and your school is close to an airport, let's <laughs> let's make that happen. No, we're driving again, baby. <laughs> so, uh, I am predicting – I am predicting it's going to be North Dakota State and Montana State. That's what I'm predicting. I Actually, Montana State – and I know, I know. There's 130 FCS schools. I the pictures of Montana State this last year were uh, gorgeous. Oh my god! I was like, you would I, just we, have to go I, there. I was just, disappointed just because, that we didn't get to go to that Montana Montana State game. That looked uh, fantastic. Well, it looked like it was five degrees. It did look freezing. <laughs> um, but Sean, we're doing North Dakota State first, and we're going to be discussing and kind of sharing our thoughts on, on how we think that this team is going to look next year. And spoiler alert, it's still going to be really freaking good, but Sean notable losses that this team is losing Christian Watson, who is going to be a a early day two pick Cordell Volson, their all American offensive lineman. And then Braden Thomas, their all American defensive lineman leading sack getter tackle for loss getter, um, those are three key players. There's, uh, there's obviously a couple other guys that I'm missing that were upperclassmen. Um, but those three, I think are the biggest ones without having to kind of scroll through the entire list. But those guys are going to be really crucial for this team because they're important positions. We're, we're talking at offensive tackle. We're talking at wide receiver. And we're also talking about at defensive end. So Sean, in, in your, on your, in your opinion, how do you think that those losses at those particular positions are going to impact them next season well it's hard not to go with the recency bias for christian watson who has had uh, an insane climb in draft stock um nuts in the last month uh to say oh you could never replace him but all through the season I'm like oh man this guy's really good this guy's really good and then you're like wow you know main stage he's running fantastic routes and just uh, uh gliding they're an offensive line factory so there's going to be <laughs> someone else is going to be up there. You know, there's just, you just know that they're going to pump out another offensive lineman that becomes an all pro. What I'm trying to figure out, Joe, they had a defensive lineman a year ago or two Tuska. years ago. Tuska. Tuska. That's what I was looking for. Yes. 
we said, oh man, that's a that's a guy that's going to be. He was super productive at North Dakota mm-hmm. State, almost era. I think when we did the North Dakota State recap, we're like, oh man, Tuska's going to be tough to replace. You know, he was he was so good, and then you just got guys to come in and they're just. You know, you wait three years in Alabama, you're a senior, you're pretty polished. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a a situation like that in North Dakota State, with the exceptions of the Trey Lance, the Carson Wentz's, you know, you, where you're just kind of, okay, here we go, going to keep on molding into a better player. You'll play some special teams. You know, you're going to get some reps here when we're blowing teams out. You're going to get you're going to get your feet under you before it's time for you to have them under you. And North Dakota State, you're just like, it, it's Northern Iowa offensive lineman. You're ready. You, you're, you're going to be fine. You're going you're gonna to be able to know how to double team a, a, a three tech. You know how to do it. And that's what they do. They are, they, what is it? Trickle down. That's what it, all right, you're going next one coming in just fine. You're doing just fine. And it, so these losses right now, which are premier players, mm-hmm. I think will be replaced um, with guys that maybe have been a little under the radar, but they pop up and you're like, wow, okay, where did this guy come from? Oh, he was just on the roster, you know? Just patient. Now he's got 13 sacks. You know, now he's an all-American guard. 20 touchdowns. Sure, why not? That's where he was. Just waiting. Right. So those two positions particularly, I have I have no worries. This isn't like a team that that struggles to recruit at those types of positions. And we we've talked about guys going to the NFL at both these spots from North Dakota State, defensive end and offensive line. And look at what they're able to do. They're able to reload because they recruit so well. There's going to be a kid that's that comes from North or South Dakota from from one of these Midwest states that's you know built just as well as Cordell Volson. I'm not going to step up to the same level as him right away because we know how good Cordell Volson was. But you know that you're going to get somebody who's going to be an effective starter stepping into play. On the note of Christian Watson, and this is something that I've been talking about throughout the draft cycle and I, I keep bringing him up when I when I've been doing my radio spots and mentioning why I think oh, oh shut up uh, uh, you did I, a good job here you did a good I did listen mm-hmm. to it I wanted because I know Thank we you. we got local local guys that that also listen to this show uh Joe did come on the the big time local DC station 1067 I tuned in and listened to him he did good the host tried to to, to lambast him and said oh, you know ask him a question he said he didn't have an answer for it asked it twice why not but, but yeah that know, that, Joe, I, you did that a good I didn't job. understand um but the thing I keep mentioning with Christian Watson is that his production I think would have been so much bigger if he was like if he was that incarnate word or if he was the, like, a team that threw the ball a crap ton, or if he was at an FBS program, Houston Baptist. That, yeah, Houston. If he if you put him on Western Kentucky, he he has oh two thousand receiving yards. Uh, Jared Stearns had almost two thousand receiving yards at Western. Kentucky. Yeah, and Christian Watson <laughs> is a far better athlete, a far better receiver, and not to say uh, nothing about about Stearns. R- right, Stearns is fantastic. I'm not worried about the loss of Christian Watson because. To me, him being on that in that offense, he was a really nice piece to have an option when things weren't working in the run game. But we know what North Dakota State's identity is, man. This is a running football team. And we're going to talk about those running backs returning because, holy crap, they didn't lose a single guy. And we're going to get to that in a second. But the fact that you're, you're, you know, you're losing Christian Watson, I'm not worried about having to replace him because you're going to have somebody step up that's not going to be as dynamic we're talking about a guy that ran low four threes at six foot four jumped out of the gym looked freaking amazing in those drills 
you know, you're, it, it's, it's not going to be easy to replace that type of an athlete, but I'm not worried because the passing game lately has not been the priority. It has been pounding the rock aggressively and running it up, up against these teams and causing them to tire out and just beating the crap out of them. So not, not having Christian Watson, I, I, I'm not too worried about it. I, I don't think it's, it should be a much of a concern. No, they're running off of a lot of play action also. You know, every team's going right. to drop back, but with such an aggressive run game, it's the Tennessee Titans. You know, it's the Tennessee Titans. Go ahead. Yeah, here's 30 carries for Derrick Henry. You're waiting for his 31st. Oh, wait, no, it's bombs over Baghdad to A.J. Brown. You know, it, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's such a, a good system that people think it's antiquated, which is upsetting. Whereas the play action is so strong. And if you have an offensive line and wide receivers that could sell it and do what they're supposed to do. And the running backs that you're going to be worried yes, about. Yes. It, it's so oh, it, I, I'm, I'm sick of, <laughs> I, I'm sick of the quick bubble screens. I'm sick of it. I'm all of mid zone. I don't need it. I'll take inside zone, outside zone, and then play action. Obviously you're going to have your pass right, patterns. You're going to do that. Main focus should be running the ball. Big plays off of play action. It's just what works. And, and people can't stand it because you can't go into a job interview as a coach and say, oh, I'm big on play action. Every other coach is big on play action. You have to have something different, something smart. On a, on a side note, I oh, so I was, side note I, was, alert. I was doing some homework on because uh, I want to try to do it. There's like a video series that I'm going to do on the YouTube channel that I think is going to be fun. Um, and I was doing my homework on Bo Nix last night. And I, I have I have not watched a stupider offensive game plan with a stupider quarterback. Uh, like I can't name anyone else that that fits that that criteria because they would just run these out routes to the sideline and then dump That's offs to the running back. back. That was all that they would do. And uh-huh. then Bo Nix, when neither of those things were open, he would run in circles and then he would get sacked. And oh. I, I just can't believe that an SEC program is running an off. I don't think their offensive coordinator's back. I think they brought somebody else. But that guy had a job. I Meanwhile, we, you know, back. we. I don't think they did. Brian Harson. Re- Brian Harson returned the offense. I think they went and got uh, a new offensive coordinator. I don't know, man. But I thought it was it, cutting up Harson. Uh, no, I mean, Harson's still there. Brian. Yeah, Harson's I know. Still I know. I, I'm thinking they. I'll look it up. Them. I'll look it up in a second. But my point is, it's crazy that 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 man had a job as an SEC offense coordinator and ran one of the stupidest worst game plans I've ever seen uh, and play calling I've ever seen. And you've got some of these coaches that think they're too good for the North Dakota state approach, which is the heavy play action, the, you know, the, the those fullback runs and, you know, hitting the tight end and, and trying to get the flow of the offense to develop that way. They think it's too old school for them, but I would argue, man, if you run that shit well, that's that is a really good offensive approach, and it just to me like that's a testament to how freaking good North Dakota State State is at playing into their identity. You know who it was? It was Brandon who? Streeter at Clemson, who got elevated uh, from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator. That's who it was. That's who I was thinking of. And who's the? Uh, that's yeah, they exactly just, who I was thinking of. I think Kenny Dillingham was the the previous Eric Kai, Kaizo was promoted. Kenny Dillingham was the guy who got who got fired and he sucked. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um but okay, so Sean, I, I just want to continue this discussion though. So notable returnees, guys that are are coming back for this Bison team to keep an eye on. 
And the ones that stuck out, stood out to me the most, they're actually losing a, a good amount of defensive players, but I, I just there were too many names to keep track of. The big one for me was was Brandon Thomas. Uh, I don't know if Jasir Cox is coming back, but it said he was a senior. It's I'll tough to figure out. Right now. Yeah, ch- check the current roster because like, it's so goddamn hard these days to know if these guys are coming back or not with the COVID eligibility. And there's so many guys that also, I'm telling you right now, folks, is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're going to have guys that are going to be on the roster in the spring and then just won't be on it in the fall for no reason because just a scholarship disappeared or something. For the 2022 because, spring football roster right now, I am not seeing Jasir Cox. Cox. All right, so he's not in the equation. He's That's just lost. according to the website. I have zero North Dakota State insider information. It's just what I'm reading okay. right now. <laughs> okay. So the notable returnees, though, that stood out to me the most, they're returning running backs, Tamarick Williams and Kobe Johnson. Tamarick being the, the big body running back, six foot one, 225, and Kobe Johnson being the smaller scat back who's five foot nine, a little bit shiftier. Uh, you get back the big man on campus, Hunter Lupke, the unit fullback that was barreling through teams in the playoffs. And then, of course, Cam Miller is going to be uh, continuing his reign as the starting quarterback for uh, for the Bison this upcoming year. Just throwing in there some notable additions. I did not spot any transfers unless I was missing something, but they did sign three three-star recruits, uh, that being uh, Jaquise Alexander, who's an athlete, uh, Carson, wait, I think I mixed mixed that up. Well, Carson oh. he- Hegel and then uh, Makai Collins. I think I mixed up their positions. I think uh, Carson was the was the athlete. But regardless, three three star recruits are, are are joining this team. Sean, for me, with that returning group, um, I think the impact oh. is obvious, and it's the fact that we're not losing any of the three key pieces to this running game right now and that's their bread and butter looking here um just here cox uh has received an offer from ut martin oh so he answered the portal yeah Let's okay see what else we got going that's on here disappointing. i guess texas has reached out to him okay let's uh, let's let's get let's get back on track here <laughs> we, we don't need to do our this isn't the let's google just here cox episode that's what this it became for me Okay, well, your ADHD is acting up, buddy, and let's... <laughs> what was that, four eyes? <laughs> I'm replacing glasses, by the way. The, no more munched are the, glasses. Are they, still, are they still mushed up? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta oh, replace them. Oh, look at that side leaning. <laughs> <laughs> that was from when I fell off the scooter, everybody, if anyone remembers that. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> The frames that I'm getting. What is you? <laughs> I literally <laughs> fell off what? of a scooter and slammed my head into the concrete. But I don't. There's what did you know? Al Michaels put on your glasses. His big ass <laughs> head stretched them out. Holy hell! <laughs> no, my oh head my hit concrete. God. I don't know how I didn't die. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That thing. Sean, if you're just an audio listener, go to the YouTube page. You gotta look at these glasses. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The run game, please. The impact of these guys returning. It is radio. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Look, the running back room is a, is a odd room because normally in college, just about everybody in there can get touches when you're a college running back. I mean, you remember at Rhode Island, there were guys that were like, Oh, he could be used. He he's there. There's not a huge separation 
in skill for college running backs. Everybody's kind of at the same, lifting the same amount. There are some freaks. There are some dudes that are running four threes, four fours. They can squat 700 pounds. Those dudes are those dudes. You know, you, you could tell that. But for running back rooms, if everybody's on the same page and everyone knows what they're doing, it's a, a strong cohesiveness that carries on to the field really well. Because in practice, they're never really the issues. They know what they're doing. I mean, sometimes you throw in a new blocking assignment. You're like, oh, what am I? What's the new call for this? What's the audible for this? That can be a little bit tricky for them. But for the most part, they're a, a low. Um, what's the word? It's not risk. It's um, when you don't have to take care of something a lot. It's low maintenance. Low maintenance. Yeah, they're wow. low maintenance. You're wowing me. You want to do the word game? Talk, talk about high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> Me <laughs> and you. <laughs> but look, North Dakota State, so established um, in not just the FCS, but the NCAA as a team that if you're putting 11 out there on the field, first instinct, unless it's third and 20, has to be run. And you have to be prepared if you're a defensive safety, no matter who you're playing. If you're playing North Dakota State and you're safety, you're saying, I got to be in the backfield. I got to be looking at where this running back is going. Mm. And that's not, maybe that's not even your read or your assignment, but you know, playing a team with running backs as dangerous as these, you're going to be in some trouble if you're, if you're caught slipping on, on a running back, a wide receiver that's just trying to distract you. And the running back's getting 10 yards. Happens all the time. And especially with good running backs like this, North Dakota State is just setting up for a, a really, really good situation in addition they have i don't know best fullback in the fcs easy to call him that in the, in the country in the country it, it, what do you do there man how do you stop that guy who's stopping that guy yeah he's he's incredibly who's stopping lucky who's, who's who's gonna stop Lu- them hunter lukey is is the easily one of the most dominant offensive players that we've seen and like his usage kind of varied from game to game, but then we saw in the playoffs what you can accomplish if you just straight up lean on him. He's he's like he's like a tight end because you can use him as a receiver, but then you could just hand him the football and he plays like a running back. I am, I am and he so blocks ex- like a lineman. Yeah, like I, I want to see what he does at the next level in his in his usage. I, I'm curious to to talk to like Ryan on his projection for him because like I, he's so unique because of how dominant he is. Um, but Hunter Lupke, man, uh, like those two running backs returning, it's fantastic. But Hunter Lupke has to be in play for Walter Payton, the Walter Payton Award next year, because of how freaking good he is. I think that they need to ramp up the amount of touches that he has uh, instead of having those kind of up and down games. What we saw in the playoffs is what he should be doing, that kind of usage rate. But Sean, amongst this group of, of returnees, I think that the big one I'm going to be focusing the most on is Cam Miller, who... We watched him live, and the the notes that I made on him were kind of came to fruition that I, I didn't think that he could take over when forced to throw in third and long. And we saw those issues arise against South Dakota State. I want to see if he can ascend and step up in those situations in this upcoming season. He was the young guy. He was midseason, worked in. Quincy Patterson wasn't really working out. We're still using him as a rusher. But Cam Miller now has all those starts under his belt. He's got this time to, to really improve. And for the offensive uh, coordinator to, to work around him and build things around him, I want to see what he's capable of because I think he has that ability to, to really step up. 
and be a really, really good quarterback for the buys in this upcoming season. I agree. Uh, I The one thing that I worry about is that the offensive coordinator capitulates too much to one player. Now, I know it's the most important player on the field, and uh, there's wide receivers that would disagree just because, you know, they think they're the most important. Uh, tight end might think they're the most important, whatever. The center might think that he's the most important. But for the quarterback, I understand you're going to make some concessions for him, but it's tough to completely change an entire game plan for one guy and his... Uh, shortcomings opposed to what he can do well. And I think sometimes coordinators get those confused uh, where you're trying to hide the shortcomings instead of accentuating what he's good at. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, when Cam Newton was at Auburn that they weren't trying to run just two read pass plays because he wasn't there yet in reading a defense. It happens. But that's what happened his rookie year in Carolina also. So we're, we're doing this. We're seeing how this operates. Mm-hmm. You can do that. But what was so great about that is that it was also accentuating his ability to be mobile, his ability to throw the ball deep, his ability to just do whatever he wanted to with the ball. So if you can find that, you need to have a mature coordinator that isn't too egotistical also uh, to be able to do that, to say, okay, we're going to hide this part, but we're also going to bring out this part. And maybe it's not my true scheme that I'm comfortable with, but this is a play that I know that he can operate and succeed in, you know, and that means that, the coordinator might have to do a little bit of learning on his own uh, his own part also. Head coach, all whoever's calling the place, it needs to be designed for that symmetry of hiding and accentuating. And that's where Cam Miller will either flourish or fail, in my opinion. I, I think for Bison fans, this, this question that I want to ask to wrap us up uh, is certainly going to sound stupid to them, but do, do we think North Dakota State is going to repeat? Look at the back. I feel like they're not losing anything, and they're returning key players at key positions: quarterback, running back, fullback. Barely losing it, dude, any offensive. It, they're losing two I, offensive I linemen, and they're just going to refill. I got you, but every other team, we've seen it. That if we're if we're looking at teams that make it to that final, the final eight teams, they're all they're all damn near the same. Uh, you get out coached sometimes. And I think that's what happened in the national championship game. They, uh, Montana State got out coached. That's mm-hmm. fine. But talent-wise, skill-wise, uh, heart-wise, all that stuff, size, you're looking at these final eight in the last couple of years, you're like, wow. If, if it was all the same coaching staffs on every team, it would be a very, very close bracket. So it's not that North Dakota State would regress. I'm just seeing stronger and stronger progress with other teams, especially the transfer portal opening up. You have more availability for more players who didn't want like their situation before. Whatever it may be, you're getting better players in the FCS. You're getting uh, better coaches in the FCS. You're all of it. it it's it, all the other schools are starting to catch up little by little. They're not winning the championships. They're not going on ten straight championship benders like North Dakota State has, but they're catching up a little bit. So North Dakota State's got to stay ahead of the curve or just keep on getting you know stay stay the course because it still works. It still works for them, but you know it, it's getting a little tighter. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think that this is. North Dakota oh State continues to be far and away the best team in the FCS, and they took a little. A bit, I I don't even know if you count that spring season as them taking time off. They re- immediately reloaded, and we know that this is the best team to reload. This is Alabama for the FCS, and I don't think North Dakota State's going to get stopped until they move up. That's as simple as it is. Until they get that bid to move to the conference that they are seeking, which they're going to look for a really good opportunity, whether that's the Mountain West or. Maybe they're holding out for a possibility to join a, a Power Five, which 
might be a long shot, but that could be what they're only going to go to a power five, and otherwise they're just going to keep beating the crap out of everyone at the FCS level. But this is a team that does not hesitate to reload, and I think that they are certainly in a position to do so. I, I, I think this is not this is going to be the same thing that we saw. We're going to spend the whole offseason trying to predict who's going to beat them, and no one's going to do it. I think that it is rather transparent of what you really want to do with your career right now. I think I'm starting to really see it, and I hate to break down the fourth wall and talk what? about our, all of our off-air conversations. Joe is priming himself to be the official play-by-play uh, for North Dakota State once they elevate, once they elevate into the single A. You obviously, I don't want to be a play-by-play. I don't want to be a play-by-play. Look, you're obviously priming the pump right now. Play-by-plays are hacks. Yo. I don't. I think some listeners would disagree with you. Who, who um, listens? It's a play-by-play. How many play-by-play listeners? Oh, wait, Mc, wait is, it McCre- is it McCreary? Uh, no, he might be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He might be doing a good amount of play-by-play. Oh, God. Oh, All right, here comes boy. the point of the show where I run out of juice. <laughs> so interesting that it happens right now. <laughs> Oh, man. You All right, this is going to wrap us up on at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Still haven't changed the name of the channel. That's why who, who gives a shit at this point? All right, subscribe. I do. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy the rest of your week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.